0: Yo, what's up, guys? We, we are the Right Potatoes.
1: Oh, What's going on? You got damn L7 weenies. I'm your host, James. And I'm the other damn host, Steven. And we are the, the Ripe right right potatoes. potatoes. That's damn right. And we are back again for another movie review. The way that it should be. Giving credit to the films that they rightfully deserve. Or letting you know why the movie act is actually terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we do here, James.
0: And this week we are going to be reviewing another film. That just baffles my whole ass that it had such a difference from the critics to the audience. This week we are reviewing the film, The Sandlot. I want you to make some friends this summer.
1: Meet Scotty Smalls. Okay, I'll get
0: it. The kid is a L7... Oh no, my life's over. Man, this is baseball. You gotta stop thinking. just have fun. Climb trees, hop fences, get into trouble. Just stand there and stick your glove out in the air. I'll take care of it.
1: Now he's in. Yeah! All right! With the coolest guys in the neighborhood. The Sandlot was released on April 7th of 1993 and was directed by David Mikey Evans. The film had a budget of 7 million US dollars and went on to gross 34.3 US dollars, of course. (laughs) And for those of you idiots that don't know what the sandlot is, your breath smells like doo doo. (laughs) (laughs) Nerd. Just kidding. Here's a brief synopsis for that ass anyway. When Scotty Smalls, Thomas Geary, moves to a new neighborhood, he manages to make friends with a group of kids who play baseball at the sandlot. Together they go on a series of funny and touching adventures. The boy runs into trouble when Smalls borrows a ball from his stepdad. That gets hit over a fence. And do the boys have what it takes to attain the ball from the beast? I guess they'll find out. We will.
0: Here are the statistics from the Rotten Tomatoes platform so that you know the reasoning behind why we have this movie on this damn list. The Tomato Meter gave this film a 62% aka critics. 62%! What? Average rating is 6 out of 10. Total ratings 55, 34 being fresh, 21 being rotten. The audience gave this movie an 89%. That is a 4.27 out of 5 stars average, with total ratings being 261,460. This is a difference of 27% from the audience to the critics. So, that's Bad News Bears. They went down. News. So, just for some perspective, IMDb scored this movie 7.8 out of 10, which is a 78%. And Showtimes scored this film 5 out of 5. That's a 100. That is correct. Alright, these damn tomato critics... Don't know what the <laughs> dingus.
1: <I don't> know. <laughs> these tomato critics must be out of their damn minds. Yep, that's for sure. And with these bullshit differences, you know the Tater Boys had to get down with the get down and analyze these fuckers. <laughs> and let's swing for a home run with the with the with the critics, 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 <laughs> positive reviews. Critics, positive reviews. Uh, those in the mood to return to a age of innocence might want to try The Sandlot. Do it. A scruffy underdog yarn that will appeal to not only kids, but also to their 30 or 40-something parents. True.
0: I'll watch it whenever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch it with my 30 or 40-something parents. I'll watch it with your 30 or 40-something <laughs> parents. <laughs> the Sandlot isn't just a baseball movie. It's bright, uncynical look back at the joys of childhood. Uh, the Sandlot almost does for baseball what the, what a Christmas story does for the holiday season. Evans clearly can still feel what it's like to be a kid, in this silly t- 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 blah, blah, blah. impetuousness, impetuousness, thanks <laughs> gives in in his film gives his film its charm. There we go, and it's a bona fide masterpiece that warrants admiration even two decades after release. It's true. It's even more than two decades. Almost fucking three now. Going on three. Yeah. We're getting
0: there, and it's gonna be six still. <laughs> true. Except for those remakes that they made, like the that's the the return of Sandlot or is it Sandlot 2 there's Sandlot 2 and then there's
1: a third one too is there which is garbage Sandlot the beginning all the garbos the reckoning (laughs) Hercules' revenge Hercules just (laughs) eats the children (laughs) we just have a fucking Sandlot cinematic universe now (laughs) it's just a three minute long film dude it's just
0: Hercules killing them all
1: (laughs) all every day that'd be kind
0: of (laughs) sick Although we got a home run with the critics' positive reviews, let's see if we can get anything more than just a strikeout with the critics' negative reviews.
1: Critics' Negative Reviews.
0: Here's another 90s movie that was beloved by boys, yet it probably won't hold the same charge for viewers not privy to the nostalgic vibe. You feel as if you're being smothered in cotton candy by a director obsessed with infertility and who cannot bear to face reality of childhood. What reality? Yeah, nerd. There's no reality of than have fun. Fucking idiot. Any of the Charles Schultz baseball-oriented peanut strips contains more understanding of baseball and more insight into children, as well as more pointed fun. Okay. There's a snappy change of pace gag involving a little guy and a nubile lifeguard. But the screams and barks and fraudulent emotions grow wearying. Good scene. (laughs) (laughs) For every field of dreams, there are a dozen lesser, completely incomprehensible baseball movies. This is one of them.
1: is... Is Field of Dreams, like, the be-all, end-all of baseball movies, or what? I don't know, man. Because I hear that movie thrown around a lot, but Cards on the Table... I don't think ta- it was... Cards on the Table, I've never watched it.
0: Me neither. I just know the quote from it. If you build it, they
1: will come. Right? Yeah. I think it's that's <laughs> how it goes. I don't fucking Like I said, I've never seen the movie.
0: Me neither, so it must not be that good.
1: But I don't agree with the second one, where it's like, being smothered with Cotton Candy, the director is obsessed with... Infantility and cannot bear the face. of... He does bear like bear the face of reality to childhood. Because at the end, it's like
0: everyone goes. Their this own is ways, dude.
1: It's kind of like this was their best summer, but it wasn't as. It's not going to be as good as the rest of the summers. Yeah, know? yeah. This was their like peak. This is the peak of yeah the peak of the summers, and then they just like we st- we stuck around a couple more years, but then after that, everyone kind of just moved away.
0: It's kind of crazy too. Like yeah. It's almost like a coming of age. You realize like your friends might not be there forever. That kind of stuff. Yeah, sucks. and then
1: they're just like we, even though they even though they left, we still kept playing the game. Yep. Yeah. Such a. Such a beautiful I just place. got chills just thing Yeah, that's that beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
0: You you just touched me yeah. more ways than one. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't agree with the second one at all. Just, and then it like him having a new stepdad as well. Like he at the uh, not the uh, Like... Towards the end, he becomes comes to grips with that. Yeah. And how, like, he learns to accept, was his Bill as his dad? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a hard thing, dude. It teaches you a lot in this movie if you really it's think it. It's tough because
1: he, he find oh, I don't know, hold on, let me think. He is trying to find something in common with Bill, and then when he meets his friends, he finds out that his dad loves baseball as well, or his stepdad loves baseball as well, and that's the one thing they can connect on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's also kind of cool because this also has obviously the feel of an outsider, right? Mm-hmm. So it shows you what an outsider has to go through and how hard it is really to make friends, and especially if you're as awkward as fucking Smalls is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it yeah. also
1: takes that one that one guy that to bring you into the group to be like, hey, man, this yep. guy's kind of cool. There's always that leader. And that, plus, we have a what is it? We have another player, so now we have a full team. Now we can play a full game. Yeah, and that's
0: all he cared about because he loved the fucking games. So all his thought was. Yo, I don't care if we have a dude just fucking filling some space. Yeah. Bring him in. Let's play this fucking game. <laughs> no, just, like, It
1: doesn't matter how bad he is. Just as long as we get to play the game.
0: Exactly. And then he feels bad because he's the one who
1: brought him in and everyone's like, yo, this guy fucking sucks. Dude. But then he like justifies him being bad for like whatever, yeah, yeah you run like a duck. <laughs> 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 shit like that. Like he defends him. I love that shit. That's <laughs> a that's they, a like, homie man. Yeah, like they were all bad at one point. And then it doesn't give him the it doesn't give him the right to like shit on him just because he sucks now. Like, he exactly. could always get good. But
0: he always understood that. I always thought Benny, it was Benny, right? Was yeah. his name. Benny, he, I always thought he was like fucking two years older than these other kids. Yeah, because he's you know? all tall and <laughs> yeah, shit. He's huge, dude. So I always assumed that he was just older. Sort of uh, like 22.
1: <laughs> <laughs> playing baseball with these kids. I know. Hey,
0: you guys got another baseball? <laughs> like, go buy one, you fucking old man.
1: <laughs> but it seems like he was the first at the Sandlot, you know? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. I don't know where I was going for that, but yeah. He lives there. (laughs) He lives there, but he seems like he was the first to start it, and then people seem like, oh damn, this guy plays baseball, I'm going to go fucking hang out with him. He seems cool enough. Yeah. And then it's just like the the oddballs that come together. started rolling in, yeah. Yeah, they just wanted to play baseball. Well, that's okay. That's okay with us. Yeah, I'm down with it. And it looks like those negative critics did a strikeout. Boo, you sucked! And we will be back with the audience reviews after a quick word from our sponsors. Hopefully they can bring us home. Yeah, they can. If you're looking to get any 3D work or any animation work, make sure you go check out our boy over at Hoover3D. He's the best in the business and will customize any design fit to your needs. He's also a miracle worker with 2D animation or 3D imaging. We used him for our cover logo and any designs we need. Make sure you give him a follow on Instagram at Hoover3D and be sure to direct message him for any of your design needs.
0: These dang guys treat us so well. Let's go ahead and see if we can get those bases loaded with all the positive audience reviews.
1: <laughs> audience positive reviews.
0: A quintessential family movie, brimming on the edge with nostalgia and charm, a perfect encapsulation of 50s Americana and reverence for the time period. Overly simplistic but never dull, The Samla is a film that sticks with you forever. Forever 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 (laughs) you heard it fun and reminder of good old days of playing with friends enjoying america's favorite pastime classic i never really played baseball though just saying throwing that out there we played basketball more and football anyway (laughs) it may be a perfect kids movie it's got it all laughs tears drama action exposition suspense a dash of horror a heist and even a parkour scene before it was parkour that's true. That is when true. And Benny's fucking booking it through those tables and shit. Like, later, bitch. Running th- all throughout the town. Oh, dude, so sick. <laughs> Great baseball movie. Squint's crush on Wendy Peppercorn with the pool scene makes this a classic. Great scene. hmm Even better than when I was a kid. Truly a timeless movie. Agree. Do you like
1: it better now than you did as a kid? Yeah, because I understand more of, like, the jokes and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I have a, more of an appreciation for it than I did when I was a kid. Yeah. I agree. Because you
1: think it's just a, uh... to me it was just noise, you know? Because when you're a kid, you really don't really pay attention to the story or the plot or nothing. You just see yeah. like, like, you get the gist of like, oh, they need to get this ball back. Yeah. But then when true, you're older, legit. you know, you realize that the ball is like signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's worth a hell of money, but they don't know. It's signed by some lady named Baby Ruth. Baby Ruthie <laughs> or something like that? Babe Ruth! <laughs> the Great Bambino!
0: The bees got it. You're dead as a doornail, Smalls. You're dead as a doornail, Smalls. Smalls, you mean to tell me that you went home and swiped a ball that was signed by Babe Ruth, and you brought it out here and actually played with it? And actually played with it? Yeah. Yeah, but I was gonna bring it back. But it was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah. 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 You keep telling me that. Who is she? What? King of Crash. The Colossus of Clout. The Colossus of Clout. Babe Babe Ruth! The Great Bambino!
1: Oh my Whoa. god, that's the same guy! <laughs> the same guy.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I just
0: love how oblivious he is yeah, to naive. The fact. Yeah. <laughs> that he was just like he
1: just wanted so hard to fit in that I was like, hey man, I got a ball. I was yeah. like, we'll go get it then. <laughs> Not knowing that it's worth hella yeah. money. Which,
0: oh man, that
1: that ending though with that ball, yeah, I'm just like fuck yeah. Yeah, it's time to get it back with all the ball with all the other balls. With the in the signature
0: though, yeah. he he trades him for the one that he has signed by the whole team.
1: Yeah, that's oh, even better. Fuck. And all they had to do was come talk, hang out with this old man who they thought was like the devil, pretty much. Yeah,
0: literally a movie that was you know I I don't even remember how long it was, but a movie that's X amount of time could have been like a 10 minute movie if <laughs> they just yeah, went and knocked on the door because they
1: went and they believe Squince's story yeah <laughs> well, the whole time he's like why did not you come talk to me i would have grabbed it for you and then <laughs> they all yeah. smack Squince. what
0: the hell but anyway <laughs>
1: <laughs> those positive reviews that hit the ball out of the park unfortunately it was right into the beast yard oh but let's see what the negative audience had to say audience negative reviews Revolves around the antics of a group of brain-dead children who act like homeless orphans. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? It's just hella homeless? All right. No, no.
0: no but... How so? Like, I mean, because they're scrounging up change to get a new ball. But it's well, like... We did that
1: shit. Well, no, I did. Like, we didn't have money. Like, when I was a kid, like, my... You had to ask your parents, but you kind of do not want to ask your parents all the time because yeah. then it became a habit, and you just expected it most, most days. But yeah. I get what they're going for, like... Oh, yeah, you have 65 cents for another ball? I'm like, no. Yeah, shit, no,
0: I don't. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: I guess the day's over then.
0: Yeah, exactly. I remember one time I went through my mom's piggy bank, and I stole 60 cents in pennies, no shit, so Uh I can get a pack of Pokemon cards. No, tight. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
1: shit. And they're, like, above stealing from their parents for money. Oh, yeah, exactly. Which you should be. Don't steal from homeless, parents. Braindead homeless orphans. That's kind of... Where do you where do you come off? Yeah, <laughs> fucker. It's, it's a classic, but not a masterpiece or anything or masterpiece or anything like that. It's just a good time. I don't know how. I mean, it's negative. That's not, it's not. That's not a bad review. I don't think. Like, I get what you're coming. I'm picking up what you're putting down. At least they didn't hate it. I guess. It's not like this next guy. This movie sucks. It's a classic. <laughs> I heard you saying, but not all classics live up to their name as a classic god awful child acting a romance that has two that has two potential to be worse than turiel and Keeley or Black widow and Hulk and a movie on um and a movie almost no plot wait good good writing guy <laughs> Senla isn't even interesting for most of the movie stupid stupid review dude i've what happened what happened to you, my friend? I just this... want to
0: know how you, why don't people like this though you know yeah it's like I hear what you're saying. But it's not making any sense. You're not pointing out any facts. You're just like, "Ah, I didn't like a movie. It's
1: just like you want to hate it for the fact of hating it. Yeah. Like you hate it out of spite because everyone else liked it. Exactly. Oh, it's a hipster. I knew it. (laughs) I hated this movie before everyone liked it. (laughs) All right, bitch. Maybe I could rate this higher if I was a kid in the 90s or the 60s or had nostalgia of backyard baseball friends. Or maybe I was a fan of the Wonder Years. As it is, this movie doesn't speak to me, and if I and if I want to watch a movie with kids and baseball, I'd rather watch Rookie of the Year.
0: This is a good film too. Yeah, but it's, it's
1: not nearly as good. Ah, yeah. it's, it's Rookie of the Year feels one note-ish. Not one note-ish. It just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't slap as hard as this. That's yeah. all there is to it. So. Yeah, I feel I I I relate more to like the group thing than it does like. This kid who was got like a fucking elastic arm could throw a fucking 100 mile an hour pitches.
0: Yeah. Plus this is a, this is like a, what's it called? What, what Antics. The antics that they're getting into. The shit that they, you used to do that stuff as a kid, right? Yeah. You used to just go do whatever it is you felt like doing. You go you go do what you're doing Sometimes and then come back in trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas Rookie of the Year it's just kind of straight He's... shot. There's nothing really, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, hell yeah. Whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying about yeah. what I'm saying? Long story short, Rookie of the Year doesn't hold a fucking candle this goddamn movie. You hear me? Yeah. Fuck Rookie of the Year, but it, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie tries awfully hard to be Stand By Me, and it fails on almost every level. Very cheesy and very scattershot. The nicknames are fairly cool, but the dialogue and accents are not up to par. This movie is one to skip. Grade, 3.5 out of 10.
0: What a bitch. It's not trying to be Stand By Me still, though. I mean... It does have that feel of the homies being together. Yeah. But I don't I don't necessarily think that it's trying to be it. It's definitely its own entity. So, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I feel I, you. Like, I understand where, where they're coming from again, but it's not trying to be this whole road trip movie. Becoming like, leaving boys and coming back men. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just one... This one summer, that changed their lives, changed like changed us yeah. forever, and how we are as friends. Yeah, I agree. Which kind of stem on me is too, but it's not morally cynical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> it's more lighthearted. There we go. That's yeah, yeah, it's,
0: it's a lot more fun. Let's yeah, you that. feel better. All right, guys. We've made it to home base and we are ready to have pizza and wings with the homies. I would say this episode was a win for our reviews. What about you guys? Am I right? <laughs> Overall, we as taters side more with the audience in this film, and it is truly iconic and will continue to be entertaining and timeless through the future. Now, y'all motherstuck.
1: <laughs>
0: now, y'all mother stinkers know what time it is. Fun facts with the G.
1: That's me. <laughs> And now, fun facts with James. What's this guy? Alright. Uh, the older and younger Benny are played by real life brothers, Pablo Vitar and Mike Vitar. Hey, that's a fun fact. <laughs> that's why they look alike. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. And in order to establish a close bond between Smalls and Benny, the director had Tom Geary and Mike Vitar meet and rehearse together for weeks before the rest of the kids showed up to film. It works so well if the other kids genuinely believe that two, that the two actors were friends for a long time.
0: Ooh. That's that's beauty.
1: Yeah. That's a beautiful thing right there. It really, like, shows how their friendship spans, like, years after they're done playing at the lot
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that ending, by the way. Love that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's like, he gets to follow his friend wherever, like... He, I, I like the fact, though, too, that he realized, he's just like, man, I'm not good at baseball. Yeah. I'm going to announce this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to have to make it to the majors. Like, Benny's stuck with this shit. I'm just going to, yeah. yeah. I'm a better writer than I am just I'm just going to,
0: yeah, exactly. I'm just going to talk about Benny. Mm-hmm. And he's my homie. And then I'm going to wave to him every day that I see him. Like, yo, what's up, dog? Yeah, that's my boy out right there. <laughs> yo, you guys, see, you see my boy down
1: there on that home plate? That's my dog. One time he outran a dog. <laughs> 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 like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the scene where Squints pretends to drown so he can kiss Wendy is very similar to the Friday to a scene in Friday the Thirteenth, where Ned pretends to drown so he can kiss Brenda.
0: Ooh, was that like a nod to it?
1: <laughs> uh, By I'm gonna take it as a nod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, director Mike David Mikey Evans had one clear instruction for Chauncey Leo Party during the pool scene when he kisses Wendy Peppercorn: Keep your tongue in your mouth. you dirty I mean no promises but I mean she was kinda hot yeah you know what I'm saying just standing there oiling all hot and oiling I'm just kidding (laughs) um and every time a scene features Wendy Peppercorn a song by the Drifters was played I did notice that so it's just really I didn't know who it was but yeah I knew I was like nah this sounds like the same song every fucking time she about it though It's cool. And PF flyers were bought, were brought back for a limited time after this movie. Ooh, it's like that Szechuan sauce for Rick and Morty. Yeah, but you only got like one. I I heard it wasn't that good. It's I don't think I tried it. I tried it once and it's okay. That's all. Fuck Szechuan sauce. Yeah, fuck you guys for liking
0: it. What's up, PF flyers? (laughs) (laughs) The
1: is that the gas station? Nah it's just fly, flying J. That's what they are. Oh, okay, idiot. Uh, Mr. Myrtle, James Earl Jones, shows the boys a photo of himself with brave Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Of course, it is a retouched photo. Jones' head was put on the body of Hall of Fame slugger Jimmy, Jimmy Fox, who is the real player pictured with Ruth and Gehrig. The real photo can be seen in many baseball books.
0: Well, that's actually kind of tight. Yeah. I like that.
1: Uh, in, Benny's dream, in Benny's dream, Babe Ruth says, I don't know why, but can I have this? Um, when he's referring to Hank Aaron's baseball card. Hank Aaron would go on to break break Babe Ruth's all-time home run record, record. Oh, dude, that's sick. Yeah. I like that a lot. Obvious foreshadowing. Clearly. And writer-director David Evans is the narrator of the film. Oh. Yeah. Which is cool. That is fun. And for most of filming, the days were very hot. However, during the filming of the pool scene, it was overcast and the water was 56 degrees. All the kids were extremely cold and can be seen shivering.
0: They definitely were shivering. You could I see know, them like, cla- <laughs> clattering their teeth the and yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> and the vomit used for the ride scene was made from split pea soup, baked beans, oatmeal, and a little water, and some movie gel. They used paint guns to discharge it, and they finally nailed a few people in real life by accident. The chewing tobacco, chewing tobacco was made from beef jerky and licorice. Ew. Cha. That'll make the you best. fucking anyway. Eats <laughs> <laughs> beef jerky with fucking licorice. I, I was gonna say I do, but I don't.
0: A bunch of weirdos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, writer director David Mikey Evans has stated that all the child actors had such a wonderful summer working on the film to the point that they considered it the greatest summer of their lives. Ooh. Well Which that's is, still fucking cool. But yeah. it's even better that they actually like lived it, you know? Yeah, and became friends. That's and now awesome. I was like on to the next project. During the filming of The Chasing, temperatures uh, rose to a high that Tim Geary Smalls became dizzy and ran into one of the cameramen. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and when the boys are, are at the pool watching Wendy Pifferkorn, the dialogue, she she know, uh, she know don't know what she's doing. And the answer, yes, she does. She knows exactly what she's doing. It's the same in a similar scene in Cool Hand Luke, which came out in
0: 1967. Huh. I don't know what that is. Uh, me neither.
1: Well I do but then I don't
0: So it's a nod to something but we yeah. don't know what it is oh my gosh. That's okay I, I'm okay with that And Marty York,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and Grand Gelt Bertram are, Were later voices characters on Harold. Hey, Which characters? I don't know it just says later voices Well that's still cool though If I did my research I'd know but I'm sorry I fucked up Wow dude just uh, this is my last uh, podcast, so good to know you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and in the scene at the end when Benny has grown up and playing for the Dodgers, he is wearing jersey number three, the same number Babe Ruth wore throughout his career. Ooh, shit. Well, that's tight.
0: That's a fucking nod to the
1: great Bambi, dude. Mm-hmm. You mean that wimpy deer?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As the narrator, Smalls, as an adult, says Hercules lived to be 199 years old in dog years, which equals roughly to 28 human years, the double the lifespan of average dog. Holy shit.
0: Is that real, though?
1: I hope so. I hope so, too. I
0: wish dogs could live forever. Sams. And, yeah, that's Sh- all I got. Well, shout out Poochies. <laughs> shout out to all the dogs out there. Shout out to all your dogs. Make sure you give them a real good pet and let them know that they're a good boy from the taters. And thanks, you guys, for hanging out with us again. Yeah. It's always a good time, and thank you, everyone, for sure, for giving us all the shout-outs, the love, the messages, suggestions, everything you do. We do it for you. Oops. We'll continue to do it for you. <laughs> and we'll do it on you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Make sure you guys follow us over on our Instagram at the underscore, right, underscore potatoes, and uh, do your homework assignment, and that is to show at least one new person the podcast, guys. Please because we
1: appreciate you we just want to let everyone entertain with you extra credit if you just send us a suggestion that we don't already have
0: that would be tight and we'll give you a smoochie (laughs) (laughs)
1: all right guys later bye adios turd nuggets this has been a bright potatoes production